excellent movie adventures. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode, not a rendition. Of, rendition. <laughs> Stop that. Of excellent movie adventures. With me, I'm Pick, and Thomas and Zach. Hi. Hello. We're recording another kind of late one because we just watched a movie. Yeah. And now we're going to review it. On the spot. <laughs> right after we watched it. Too bad you couldn't see his face on that one. <laughs> I thought you almost had a looked like he was having a stroke or a It's late. I was like, Ugh. Forgot what to say there, huh? Uh, my whole head just filled with foghorns and Zach's teeth chattering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, before we get into the movie, um, did you guys watch anything else good this week? Jumanji. Oh, the new one? Yes. Oh, I was going to say that was their movie last week. <laughs> what? How was it compared to the the other new one? I feel like it's the same story. That's Just as funny. I mean, I, I enjoyed it, but I, it's, I don't feel like it was really anything different than the first one. Hmm. Hmm. But No stakes when you have extra lives. That's how I feel about yeah. it. Zathura and original Jumanji, they have stakes. There's weight there. You only have one life. If you lose it, you're dead. You're done. Anyway, I watched uh, The Joker finally. It's a good one. And um, I actually didn't. Eh. Yeah, I had it a busy right. week. I didn't have a whole lot of time watching right. the movies. Um, and aside from that, I think I watched one other movie, but I don't remember what it was now. Maybe it wasn't that good. <laughs> It'll like come to me halfway through what we're talking about. I'll be like, yeah. "Oh, it was this, and it was awesome, actually." <laughs> I almost watched the uh, the Foreigner with Jackie Chan, the one we Ooh, talked about last week. I like that movie. I was going to, and then it was like nine thirty, ten o'clock at night. And I was like, "I can't start a movie this late." You know, I've always wanted to see a movie where Jackie Chan is like the legitimate villain yeah. in it, and I think that's the closest we'll ever yeah, probably. get. Probably. I mean, I'm not like an expert on his like Chinese film history or like. Yeah you know, his entire filmography. But for the most part, it seems like he's always, he's just a stand up guy. guy for the most part. I think. Yeah. And he play. I mean, he plays those parts really well, Yeah, but just in general, I just want to see him like sink <laughs> into a villainous role. Yeah. I think he'd be good at it, man. Like probably you should definitely watch that movie though. It's good. Oh, I'm definitely sure. going to. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, no, you're both missing out. It's pretty good. It's not standard Jackie Chan just doing. I mean, there is like some stunt work. Jackie Chan doing Jackie Chan stuff. Yeah, <laughs> he definitely does some Jackie Chan things, but um, it's not a standard Jackie Chan movie. Yeah, like it's definitely not what you're used to. Um. Anyways, previews this week. The only one that I saw, actually, there was one called like The Hunt or something like that. Yes, it looked. Interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of people in it, but I I only saw the trailer one time. It didn't look... Mm -hmm. Like, it looked interesting, but then by the time I started paying attention to it, it didn't look interesting. Yeah, I kind of had mixed feelings about it. Like, it starts off where people are trapped on an island. They're being hunted, and then they have to, like, fight back and hunt the hunters, kind of. See, it seemed to me like they were hunting each other. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, people were hunting each other. So there's, like, a group that was supposed to be hunted... And then they find weapons and stuff and start killing the people that are hunting them. It's, it sounded interesting, but then was, I think it's based loosely off of a book of that same premise of The Greatest Game. Hmm. I saw, I read a book once when I was a kid, and it was not The Greatest Game, but it was kind of like that. These guys go out, I think it was called like Death Watch or something like that. Oh, okay. And basically, this guy goes out on like a hunting expedition 
and he hires a guide to like mm-hmm. go with him. And while they're out there, the guide like then turns on him to like hunt him. <laughs> and he's like out there in the middle of nowhere. Hmm. It's like, I'm not a reader, just so you listeners know. I don't read a lot of books. I've um, never seen him touch I a book. I get bored. Yeah. I'm I've not... known him for like 15 years. <laughs> I, think I listen old. to books. Yeah. I think yeah. Pickle's allergic to him. Yeah. <laughs> I've read some books. Uh, I was in it. AP literature in high school. All right. I just got bored with it. <laughs> All those All books. Those books. Um, anyway, I read that. That's one of the few books that like I read all the way through. I'm yeah. not sure if that's exactly what the name of the book was, but I remember really liking it. It was good. Um, so I guess it's kind of like that. But yeah. Anyway, uh, the other trailer I saw that I am interested in would be that one we were just talking about that I just spaced the name of it. What was it called? The John Krasinski movie where everything... Oh, can hear Quiet, Place Quiet Place 2. Quiet Place 2, yeah. Um, I think that looks good. It does look good. Yeah. I like Emily Blunt, and mm-hmm. that movie looks like it takes everything that was great about the first movie and, like, just ratches it up a little bit. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. I hope it I hope it does well. I could see where it might fall flat or it tries to do something different with the storyline and make it not work. So, I don't know. Yeah. I'm nervous, well, we'll see. I mean, they're definitely, definitely going to see it. Yeah, they're definitely opening the doors more and like, yeah. letting you explore more of the universe. I hope it works out. I hope it doesn't fall flat because I liked that first movie. There is one that I saw with Vin Diesel. I know it's your homie, Zach. It is not. Uh, I feel like you have a man crush no, on He's him. definitely, him and The Rock have beef, and he's firmly in Camp Rock. That's yes. true. So he's, but, he'd be anti-Diesel just because of that. Yeah, petroleum, huh? <laughs> But, uh, I don't mind Vin Diesel. Yeah, I was going to say you can't because you watch all the Fast and Furious movies. It's true. The only thing I like him in is uh, the Iron Giant. He was also Groot in the Guardians. That's movies. true. What about, that. what about what Riddick? Yeah. Nope. Those nope. weren't that great. But uh, he's going to... I'm a firm believer that if he's not in a sound studio behind a microphone, <laughs> he's doing a bad job. So this right. he's in um, a new movie called Bloodshot. Yes. In the trailer for it, it looks interesting. It looks interesting, but I can tell it's going to not do well. You don't and know I, that. I'm almost positive. I believe it's DC, which is historically not done well, and no, it's Vin true. Diesel, which is a turd. So I think this movie is going to fall flat. No. I'll bet it could be good with someone else in the lead role. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's got points against it because of Vin Diesel and NBC. <laughs> Those are just two things that shouldn't go together because they don't work well on their own. That's true. So, And they seem like the kind of thing to drag another person down, not to boost another person <laughs> up. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I've never been really a Vin Diesel fan, but I do love the Iron Giant, and I did like the Guardians movies. Yeah. So I like him in those things that he's not in other than his vocal appearance, I guess. Just does the voiceover work. <laughs> Have you guys heard of this other show called Antebellum? Uh, no. Vaguely. That sounds vaguely familiar, actually. Yeah, I don't know exactly what it's about. I only have seen, like, movie trailer posters for it, and it's like this girl's scared face with, a, like, a blood moth thing on top of it. Huh. It looks intriguing. It's supposed to be a horror movie. That kind of reminds me of um, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, that's what that. it reminds me of. Yeah. You are, however, missing... The best preview that came out this week. Maybe oh, yeah, we just out. haven't gotten to it yet. It's called Greyhound. Oh, the new Tom new Hanks Tom movie. Hanks World War Two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie that does look interesting. When does that movie actually they, come out? I believe in June. Mm, yeah, but it looks like they're de-aging him. 
And I'm not a fan of that. That's a big thing in Hollywood right now. It's stupid. It's like 3D movies. They should just go away. Mm. I got to show you guys something after this because it just reminds me of like de-aging, even though that's not what it is. Do you guys, I'm sure you guys remember Psy, the Korean pop artist who did oh, Gangnam yeah, yeah. Style. So he has another song. That did know. what? Gangnam Style. Oh, okay. You know what it yeah. is. Gangnam Style. And he like, <laughs> he's dancing around he's like really a little pony. Yeah. He has another song called Daddy. Ooh. And basically they just, like, he plays a baby, a little kid, himself, and then his dad. So like a grandfather <laughs> character. Yeah. And it's just either him in makeup or his head <laughs> superimposed onto the little kid. <laughs> and it's disturbing. Yeah, but it exactly reminds me of how all this de-aging stuff looks. Huh. Like, because sometimes it looks great, and other times it just yeah. looks awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, the other thing that I saw was this one called The Other Lamb. You guys know anything about this? It's supposed to be another, like, horror yeah. movie. It just shows this girl who's, like, has blood coming out of her mouth, like she just bit into someone. Like, hmm. it's supposed to be another horror-type movie, which looks pretty cool. Hmm. So... I saw a preview a while ago for a horror movie. I think it was called Antler. Yeah, dude. That one looks that crazy. That one looks insane, actually. This is completely off subject, but do you remember that you saw it with me? Remember that movie Overlord? Yeah. I love that movie. So you finally saw it? Oh, I saw it a long time ago. Oh, okay. really? Like when it first came out I feel like you were Blu-ray. part of a conversation where we were talking and you were like, I didn't think that looked good, but we saw it in theaters. Yeah, we saw it. Yeah, it looked good. Tom who said he didn't think it looked good. But he saw it with me. Yeah, I saw it. I liked him. it. Oh, okay. Maybe it was somebody else. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, I loved it. If you're listening to this and you haven't seen it, you should check it out. Yeah. It wasn't at all what I was expecting either. It was, but it still turned out really good. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the final trailer for Scoob came out this week. Scoob. Scooby Doo. The new Scooby Doo animated movie. I'm never going to watch that. (laughs) I I might have to watch it because my kids are super into Scooby Doo right now. Yeah. Falco likes Scooby Doo also, but. Interesting I'm just, fact I'm gonna on that, that one too. Just fly under the radar and try not to watch it. Uh, interesting fact on that too. Um, what's his name? Who uh, has been playing Shaggy? Uh, Matthew. Lillard. Yeah, Matthew Lillard. Yeah, he was actually quite upset that he Why? wasn't able to play Shaggy in this new movie because <laughs> he claimed he, he was Shaggy. Like he has five played years ago. no he, ten years ago, something like since that. since he did the two movies, the two live action movies, mm-hmm. he's played Shaggy in every animated Scooby Doo. Movie hmm. since then and TV done, show and TV show yeah he has done the voice of Shaggy sounds for like, like the it's past time to uh, hand the reins over to somebody else then no because this guy who's, that's what I say <laughs> the guy who plays Shaggy now in the uh, it doesn't sound good I prefer Matthew you Lillard. haven't seen the movie though oh but you saw the preview <laughs> the previews yeah but you can't judge something off the previews oh I can no you can't you guys do. Yeah, We're usually right, though. A little bit. <laughs> like You can make a first impression of a preview. You can't stamp your final judgment on a preview. Yeah. Okay. You know, Let it's me like throw when, this out there, then. It's like when Heath Ledger became Batman, and everybody saw the tra- heard that the first time, and they were just yeah. like, ugh. He wasn't and then the they Batman. saw the movie. Well, he was, he was Joker in a Batman movie. Okay. People know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then it turned out to be awesome. Let me throw this I'm out there, saying. then. Avatar. No, we know it? it's bad. You guys are judging it solely off the previous. No, I've I've tried watching it. I got it like thirty minutes in and I thought, well, this sucks, <laughs> and then I left. We were at a friend's house, so I didn't pay money for it, so I felt good. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched any of it. See, yeah. I have seen clips here and there, but I guarantee you, I've seen less than probably five total minutes of that movie. <laughs> 
That being said, I do not think it looks good. <laughs> See? You based your judgment. Good. You know what I'll say? I've even said this before. It was wildly successful, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it might be one of those movies that I don't like, but I'll admit it's probably good because <laughs> other people seem to love that movie. Dude, there's a I've cult just following never seen after it. it. Which leads us into our movie tonight because... For making me watch this movie, you will watch that movie oh, eventually. No. I call Mulligan. <laughs> <laughs> but I get to sleep through half of it, right? 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. So, yeah, today we're going to talk about the movie Lighthouse. And this um, was Pickle's Pick. Yeah, I, uh, I remember seeing the preview and thinking it looked amazing. And I just wanted to see it. And then I missed it in theaters just because life gets crazy. When it came out towards the end of the year, and my job gets really busy that time of the year, so I didn't get around to it. And then it finally came out on Blu-ray, and I picked it up, and I wanted to watch it, <laughs> but I didn't. I just, I again hadn't seen it. I thought the previews made it look really good, and then um, I wanted to do it on this podcast, and I knew you guys were gonna need to see it. So that's why I was asking you guys if you guys wanted to watch it together or not, because I wanted to watch it, but I didn't want to watch it and then be like severely disappointed and then have to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to have like my out. See, even I hedge my bets even against movies that I think look good. Um, so when you guys were saying you wanted to actually come over and watch it, then I was like, all right, I'll just wait. And then we'll watch it all at the same time. And I'll see how it goes. Yeah. And I did enjoy that movie. I'm not saying it's the greatest ever or anything, but I would definitely give it oh. a... Uh, what are you doing? An, ex we, an excellent button push. We got to do that at the end after we go well, over. Well, I'm just saying that's my recommendation right. is the excellent button push yeah. without any details. I'm just going to say <laughs> that this director, I have no hope. I have watched two of his movies now, and I'm sorry. I, they have not <laughs> caught my interest. I'm not saying that they were horrible movies, but they're movies I won't watch again. Mm. That being said, the other movie was The Bitch. Isn't that how you say it? The witch? The witch? Well, I'm sure it's the witch, but... Yeah, the witch. <laughs> anyway, those are also the two movies that I'm I've seen tired. by this Leave director, me alone. and I like both of them. <laughs> so maybe that'll give you people a window into the why we don't agree on movies yeah. all the time. <laughs> See, I kind of feel like I'm right on the fence about this one. Like, I liked parts of it a lot, and parts of it I did not like at all. Yeah, there, were, there were funny parts. There were good parts. There were... Scary parts in a sense, but yeah, there were also a lot though. of parts where I was like, eh, "Yeah, this is too weird." <laughs> it's a, it's a it was weird. I'll it's a psychological that. thriller, yes, type movie. And I don't know. I like the filming of this a lot, especially how it's been done in black and white. I don't think we've done or seen a movie like that in a long time. And black and white and last, shot that same way. The last black and white I can think of that was actually shot in black and white was, oh, that one with Liam Neeson back That's in like the mid-90s. Oh, in the mid-90s. Yeah, um, about the Holocaust. Oh, oh Schindler's, Schindler's List. Yeah, Schindler's oh, okay. List. That's the last one I can think of. You know, minus I was not thinking that. <laughs> I was like running through all yeah. the minus action like movies he's Wolverine done in the last and stuff years. that was later released in black and white. But yeah. This was it was interesting. I really liked having it black and white. I think it gives a different feel to it and you can hide a lot of things in it and make it like look really intense and scary. Like the 
Willem Dafoe and uh, Robert Pattinson, in this movie. they look insane in a lot of the movies, and it all has to do with the lighting, and it's so awesome. It's really well done. I really enjoyed watching this just for that part of it. Yeah. Um, I forget, what the what's the perspective called that they film in? 4-3. 4-3. So it's filmed oh, yeah, in 4-3. Well. Yeah, it's a 4-3 ratio. I thought that worked really line. well. Yeah. Like, there's a part where, like, Robert Pattinson's coming up the trail with, like, a wheelbarrow, and there's, like, a bunch of seagulls. Mm-hmm. Off to the side, and they're, I mean, maybe they're real, but to me they look they really fake. fake. Yeah, yes. but they look. It, I was watching it, and I felt like it just worked. You know it what does, I mean? Like yeah. because they're like barely in the frame, because mm-hmm. everything is just this vertical box essentially. That you're yeah, watching. when we first started watching it, it kind of threw it's me off a little, a little bit, bit and yeah. I was like, I don't know if that's going to bug me. And then after uh, we turned off all the lights in your uh, basement area, it was yeah. looked really good. I liked it, and I got into it right away. Yeah, it was, um, I was a little worried while we were like eating with, again, the lights on yeah. in the side room or whatever. And, uh, but once we turned those lights off, it was like way more, way more intense. Yeah, it definitely, vivid. definitely helped. Um, but back to what you were saying about black and white movies, I do think they should do that more often. Yeah. Um, the last Ending time I remember, movie. yeah, well, of course, definitely. Yes. But, um, oh, the last black and well, I guess it wasn't technically shot in black and white, but I was, I'm going to say Sin City was probably yeah. the last one that I was going to say that's the last big movie I yeah. remember being marketed was in like a black, black and white. white. It well, was it's black and white, and then there's certain things that are in color. Yeah. I know we watched that together. I can't really remember, though. Did we watch that together? Yeah. I think watched we watched it. it house. Like it was already on TV. Oh, okay. We just kind of started watching it. Yeah. No, we, we started from the beginning. Oh, did we? I fell asleep through half of it. Oh, that's why you didn't like it. I mean, it. it's typical. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Well, I think that's a good movie, Sin yeah. City. But, um, yeah, the whole thing is basically black and white with just, like, some color stuff thrown in. Splash of color. Yeah, a splash of color here and there. Um, but uh, I still haven't watched Logan in black and white. Though I, I do think either. See, for that movie, I think some of it will be great. Like, the part yeah. at the beginning with the limo and, like, Parts of it are going to get smashed on the log towards the end. And yeah. I think some stuff in the middle. But there are things that I don't think work. No, I think a lot of stuff is going to get washed out. Again, without having seen it. So yeah. I'm just, you know, but you can you can kind of tell. I think there's a lot of things that aren't going to translate well to black and white that were, when they were shot in color. Yeah. I mean, like this was done specifically to be in black and white, so they already had a color scheme and had things figured out what they were going to do to make it show up. Um, so I think I'm going to go try and hunt down the Chrome edition of Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, okay, because that. It so has a black I, and white version. Yeah, I have like a collector's edition of like all those movies. Yeah. And I could have sworn that it had that version of the movie hmm. in there. And then just a little while ago, um, I was thinking, I'm going to watch that in black and white yeah. finally. And I went and pulled the movie out and I like went, put the disc in and I was like flipping through. I could not find like uh. in the special features or anything like to put it on black and white. So I didn't watch it, mm-hmm. but. I, I know it exists. So <laughs> I want to buy it and watch it because I guarantee you, like, that movie translates so well into black and white just yeah. because of, like, how red it is already. Yeah, you know I was going to say, mean? it's almost already a monochromatic. Yeah, but it's so, like, vivid. And I think, mm-hmm. like, that huge dust storm scene and stuff that with the lightning cool. coming through would probably look sick yeah. in black and white. Um, but back to the movie we're talking about. <laughs> they should put more stuff in black and white. But I, I agree with you. It depends on what yeah. it is. Yeah. And yeah. this this works, I think, because it's supposed to be set in 1890. Yeah. And so... I you def- mean, it definitely it feels, feels like old. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they don't really ever say what year it is. I actually looked up when it was supposed to be. Oh, okay. And the director was very specific on William Defoe and Robert Pattinson's accents. And, like, 
had to have at least a 75% like accuracy to him. Like he studied these accents really, really well and in depth. And so William Defoe, like he had to learn this Atlantic sailor accent and uh, Robert Pattinson's accent was somewhere up in like Northern Maine, like completely. Yeah. Points. It almost sounded like a Boston accent. Yeah. Yeah. uh Uh-huh. But I I thought both of them were fantastic, especially Pattinson. I thought, because he just... There is a good range from him. Yeah. Willem Dafoe had a lot of, like, these long Ahab-type speeches. (laughs) You know what I mean? Which is funny, because they call it out in the movie. Um, And he's just so riveting on screen yeah like, and he's they, got such they a get in nice and tight on his face he's got like, such a strange face anyway i think it, it yeah translates the way they well light him and stuff and, and he's white. talking it's like <laughs> that at one point he's doing this monologue that goes for that had Two to minutes. have been a while like so it felt like a long time i looked but it while up. you're watching it yeah. it doesn't like you're just entranced with it like it doesn't feel like it's going forever so that scene i looked up before we started uh recording this episode uh-huh. and the director said that William Defoe, that whole speech that he did, his uh, sailor's curse on Robert Pattinson was two minutes long. William Defoe did not blink the entire time. Yeah, his eyes are just they're like so open. wide, huge, so like, and his teeth. Yeah, <laughs> holy cow, he looks freaky. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the whole time, dude. It, it he all. It's. Do you remember when he was in? Of course, you guys remember Spider Man. Yeah, he was they in the should Spider not Man have given movie. him a mask. It should have just been his yeah, face, right? <laughs> but his eyes are just so piercing, yeah. like the whole time. And in this one, he's like looking down his face, yeah, while the, he's ta- giving those speeches. The shadows cast by his face were amazing. Yeah, and you're just watching him just stare into the camera. <laughs> oh man, it was scary. But yeah, Robert Pattinson. He gives a lot of range in this. Like he does. Going through just crazy emotions left and right mm-hmm. as he descends slowly into madness. <laughs> um, I thought they did um, a pretty... I mean, early on, it's pretty obvious what's not real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the stuff with, like, the giant squid arm and stuff like that. But then mm-hmm. later on, things start to happen. Like, when they introduced the mermaid... Yeah, I wasn't aware that was not real at the time. Like I was like, "Holy cow, he actually found a mermaid!" Like I thought the stuff that Willem Dafoe was talking about earlier was mm-hmm. like coming to be. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and that all starts because uh, Robert Pattinson just <laughs> annihilates a seagull. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that, or were you asleep when he's Sorry, killing the, when, when uh, Robert Pattinson's killing the seagull? Oh yeah, I saw that. On the rock, like, smashing it against the rock, just like grabs insane. the seagull mm-hmm. and just starts whipping it against mm-hmm. the side of this rock. <laughs> oh man! And uh, you're not supposed to kill a seabird because that's bad luck. Because seabirds are um, the souls of souls of sailors, sailors and their demise. Yeah, yeah. So then, right after that happens, it shows the weather main on top of the building, and it just starts flips. <laughs> Oh, well, that's the microphone. I didn't have good depth perception. Thomas went to like spin his hand around to like demonstrate visually of what a 180 would be, and he just smacked that (laughs) microphone stand. But anyway, so right after that, just like all hell breaks loose for him, and just everything goes wrong. And then they're uh, tender. They're only supposed to be on the island for four weeks, and then they're tender doesn't come because of the storm that happens right after he kills a seagull and just everything breaks down after that. Uh-huh. But Yeah, and I think there's like a time jump in there, like right right after that, because no. Willem Dafoe says something about like him not knowing how long they've been there. That's what I thought as well. Because he like repeats what he just said to him. Like he says it all the time. Like he's been saying it for days. Yeah, and so the... 
I don't know if he was just trying to make him feel crazy or if he really was Robert Pattinson's character go crazy because he's like, you've been going on about this for weeks and weeks. And then he said like four weeks or something. He said, we're only supposed to be here for four weeks. How long do you think we've been here? We've been here for like months. And then it jumps back and he's like, oh, this is, we're going on five weeks. So there's, it's confusing. I felt the same way. Like, wait, how long has this been going on? Maybe that's on purpose though, to make you feel like. You're you know, going they've been alone for so long, it feels like you've been there forever. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But. So I thought that was good. Like, the whole time I was like, how long have they been here? Like, what is going on? Has it just been, like, four weeks and a day or two days? Or has the storm really been going on for months? Like, William Defoe's character says that the months, or the, the storms go on for months in the sea, and then, like, on land, it's only a day or two. So... It's a storm the whole, like, half of the movie. So I have no idea how long it really was. And then the, he says that they ran out of rations, and um, they, like, start collecting all the rations and counting them, tallying them, and uh, figuring it out. And then Robert Pattinson's like, oh, no, I'll just go out on the boat, and, like, we'll find the tender and get back. It's fine. And William Defoe's like, you've been saying that every day for weeks. This is not okay. <laughs> yeah. Like so then it's just like, what is going on? How long have they really been here? Yeah. And um, also, like, Robert Pattinson doesn't want to drink at the very beginning, yeah. you know? And then later, he like, he has one cup, and then he immediately is just drinking the rest yeah. of the movie, like, nonstop. And you could tell from the beginning, like, he had an alcoholic problem or something right. going on. He didn't want to drink because of that. And then it gets to be the very last day before their four weeks is up and they're supposed to go home and William Defoe's like, oh, just drink. No one's going to yeah, say Yeah, you've anything. been here with me this long. It's time to kick back. And so then, yeah. yeah, he starts drinking and then he's got a problem with drinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I don't know. The highlights for me were definitely... I mean, there's basically two actors in the whole movie. Like, There's yeah. four in the entire yeah. movie. Well, I mean, I but, know in total, but yeah. I'm saying... In general, well, there's no, two actors. Yeah, you know but what I, mean? I don't know if I've seen a movie in a long time where it's only been the entire cast is four people and two of them don't have lines. Well, one of them screams. Well, I guess, but that's not really a line. <laughs> that's just like, hey, scream. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, the as far as funny parts of the movies go, I, lot, <laughs> I thought that it was hilarious when... Uh, Robert Pattinson is basically, he's drunk, and he's telling Willem Dafoe that he's sick of being here with him, yeah. and the cooking sucks, they never have any good food or whatever, <laughs> and Willem Dafoe gives, gets up and gives one of these just, like, eye-piercing speeches, he's just talking for, like... And it went on, like, for, like, five minutes, yeah, I felt, felt like. it felt like a while, yeah. Yeah. and then when they're done, all because he's upset that yeah. Robert Pattinson doesn't like he's the like, lobster that he cooking. cooked for him, <laughs> and then when he's done, he's like... All right, have it your way. I like your cooking. <laughs> like he just immediately backpedals on everything he well, said because right, he's been sitting there watching him yell at him for three minutes or whatever. Right before that, Robert Pattinson is going off, and then William Defoe the whole time he's just like interjecting quietly, like "You like my cooking? Take it back." I'm like I know you liked it. I saw the way you were looking at my my lobster. You like my lobster? Well, it's funny because William Defoe only has two jobs. It seems aside yeah. from the bookkeeping, he tends to the lamp and the lighthouse. And he cooks the food. Yeah. And that's it. And then he keeps a log of everything that happens on the on the, the lighthouse island. island. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing, which I called it out as it was going to go into the movie, but, like, when they wake up and they're drunk and he has to pee. And yeah. he's, like, looking around for, like, the 
the bedpans and he can't find them and then they're full so he goes to take them out in the rain and the wind and he's just trudging along and he finally goes to throw them over the side and he throws them and the wind just kicks back all the poo water into his face. I saw that coming the whole time. Scream. Oh man, uh, that's yeah, so funny. right after he throws it. <laughs> then he goes in the best part, he walks inside and Willem Dafoe looks at him and goes, you smell, smell like crap. crap. <laughs> better go clean well, up. The tender might be here soon. Yeah. It, yeah, it tells him you better swab this whole place down, essentially. Yeah. But it's funny because it highlights like his frustration that to that point in the movie, too. Because yeah. he's doing all the heavy lifting, all the chores, and he's just sick and tired of it. And they, they celebrate and have this one fun night, and then literally right back in. <laughs> They're stuck right there back for who in knows it. how yeah. long. Um, so along with... Uh, all the stuff Robert Pattinson had to do in the movie, they actually made him do that on set. So they were always exhausted because of those crappy filming mm-hmm. conditions. And then he actually had to do those chores and push wheelbarrows around a rocky island and stuff. Like, that would suck. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Um, I was actually just barely trying to look up the budget for this movie, but oh, okay. it wasn't listed on IMDb, so I'm going to Google it real quick. Opening weekend, though. It made four hundred thirty thousand. Yeah. Worldwide gross was seventeen. I don't think it was on wide release million. though for theaters, was it? At the beginning. I don't think so. I mean, I don't really know. Opening weekend was Russia and Commonwealth of Independent States. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. In total, it made seventeen million worldwide. Yeah. I wonder what the budget is though. Because I would imagine it's low budget, but seventeen million is not a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I wonder if it lost money. Well, this was an independent film, wasn't it? Well, yeah, but even even yeah, really I low mean, budget, even some independent films have well, like a twenty million dollar budget. Yeah, not typically though. Uh, you'd be surprised. The Lighthouse estimated budget was four million. Wow, that's so little. Yeah, it seems like it'd be way more than that. No, they just have to rent an island, and I mean the costumes were set. They didn't have much to do, really. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It just seems. There's not there would have been more to it. There's, I don't mo- know. there's not much his, for the prop department either. I his mean, other movie, The Witch, uh, was only $4 million budget. <laughs> so, so he's doing yeah. a lot with very little money. Yeah. Maybe he'd make a better movie if they actually gave him a full budget. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Zach jumps right on the maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he would. <laughs> I doubt it. I'd have to wait to see it first. I'll tell you what, man. I'd watch this $4 million budget before I watch that inflated <laughs> Avatar budget movie any day. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Those movies shouldn't even be compared next to one another. They're so different. They are so different. <laughs> one is good and one's obviously <laughs> bad. <laughs> yeah, we know which one that is. I'm just kidding, Zach. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not. <laughs> Got a bone to pick? With this movie, yes. (laughs) I like this movie overall. I don't know if I would recommend it to family necessarily. Uh, I wouldn't. There's a lot of weird sexual themes through this movie. Yes. Yeah. I think it's, I I do like this movie, but that's, I was thinking that while we were watching it. Like, who would I, like, I like this movie. I would recommend it to someone, and then I was like, who would I recommend it yeah, to? Yeah, I couldn't think of a person. It's a specific taste, I think, yeah. for this movie. If but someone saw his other movie, The Witch, and liked that, that's a prime probably, candidate for yeah. who you would 
I guess recommend this to Yeah, you. but I mean, see, I don't know. I feel like these two are completely different oh, movies. Oh, they're very different movies. And like The Witch, like I said, I liked it. And then I don't know. Parts of me didn't like it. Hmm. This one, I just, I don't know. I think this one was too far in left field for me. It was very strange. There's a but, lot going on. But I think overall acting style and. It was great for the acting. If you want to see great acting, watch this show. Yeah. Well, and I will say this, too. Awesome cinematography. It is based off a true story. Loosely based off of it. Well, loosely, but yes. Yeah. Do you know the story behind this? Uh, Yeah. I think we talked about it once. Okay. When we were, like, waiting for the movie to come out, essentially. For the people that don't know, this is based off of two uh, lighthouse keepers that were actually stranded on an island because of a storm for months, like... Ended up being two or three months or something like that. Oh, no, it was longer than that. It was like five or six months. And part of it was because one guy got sick and then he ended up uh, dying. And and the other caretaker had to take care of him for like months and months. And then um, he finally went crazy and was sick of seeing the body. Went and put him outside on the lighthouse, tied him up there because there was a storm, didn't want him to go, his body go flying away. He wanted to turn in the body and be like, hey, let his family know, here's his body. The wind actually picked up the body, flung it over the side of the railing. So then when boats were coming by, when they thought they were going to get rescued, his he's kind of like stuck there and his arm was on the rope and like waving in the wind. So every boat that went by was just like, oh, they're waving to us. And so the boat just kept going by, like, thought everything was fine. So the guy finally saw that, what happened, and, like, cut the body down. And, like, within a week, he was rescued. And, like, it was crazy, all the stuff that goes into the story. Jeez. Yeah, it was nuts. Um, I think probably one of the weirdest parts of the movie for me was when he, like, goes up to the... It, it seems like he's going up to the top of the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. And then you see, like, the guy on the ground with his boots tied. Oh, okay. remember that? And you think mm-hmm. like, oh, he tied up Willem Dafoe. He's going to like throw him over the top yeah. of the lighthouse or something. And then he reaches down to like roll him over and it's him. And then he turns yeah. around and Willem Dafoe's like staring at him and his eyes are the beam from the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was That caught strange. me off guard. It startled me for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, a lot of weird stuff. In this. <laughs> like this is supposed to be a family friendly show. So I, I don't want to talk about all of it, but there's some weird stuff with yeah. the mermaids going on. But you're saying this movie's supposed to be family friendly. Oh, no, 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 no. This podcast. I'm trying to keep it friendly. Yeah, most days. We're always friendly here, Zach. Most days. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well. well, I'll tell you what. We had a brief discussion. So Robert Pattinson's been up in the Twittersphere as of late because he's supposed to be the next yeah. Batman. So we had a brief discussion before. Are you still poo-pooing it? <laughs> Are you kidding? Even after I, that? I feel a little bit better about it. I just, it's it's Robert Pattinson. It, this was a pretty dark twi- movie, dude. Yeah, get Twilight out of your head, man. He's a great actor. You need to watch this and actually stay awake, and you'll see his great acting. Like, in one scene alone. I'm not saying you won he's me not over, a, for sure. Definitely. I'm saying he's not a good actor, but as Batman, like, I just, it's one you of those know, things. You because he's got range. This well, film it's shows It's one it. of those things that I am on the fence until I see the movie. I will not make a final judgment until I see the movie. I feel uh, like the Batman franchise as a whole is a lot of people saying, like, that's bad casting. And then, like, people just... I think this new expectations and ended up. I think this new Batman has amazing casting. The only one I'm on the fence about is Robert Pattinson. You also said the same thing about Ben Affleck. 
as Batman. No. Oh, you want to? B- no. I remember. I said I probably that I still got the text messages. I said I am very excited about Ben Affleck being Batman. <laughs> yeah. You're all excited and saying, oh, this is going to be amazing. You were very wrong. No, so I was not. Ben Affleck <laughs> is probably one of the best Batmans out there. Uh, that's because like half of them are crappy. No. Christian Bell is by far the best, I think. I think but Christian Bell. Who are you going to say? George Clooney? No. No, Michael Batman Keaton. Nipples. Yeah, I'm, with, <laughs> yeah. I'm on Michael Keaton. Well, definitely. I'm just saying Christian Bale, close second. It, it's Michael Keaton, Christian Bale, Ben Affleck. I don't know. And Ben Affleck actually makes There's... a better Bruce Wayne than he does a Batman. Yeah. And Christian Bale makes a better Batman than he does a Bruce Wayne. Because he talks like this. Yes. So that's why I hold, <laughs> I hold those two in actually the same spot, Christian Bale and Ben Affleck. Mm. I don't know. I I definitely think. I mean, I grew up watching Michael Keaton as yeah. Batman. My favorite Batman movies are '89 and Batman Returns. So yeah, I don't know. I just I I just feel like the villain casting was so good in those movies. Yeah, like you can't. You can't beat it in my in my opinion. Although the the casting in the Christian Bale Batman's is good, also. Yeah, you know definitely. What I mean? um, but uh. Getting back to our subject at hand, though, <laughs> I feel like Robert Pattinson, this is going to be a big old rabbit hole. We might just have we... to do like a whole Batman episode. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's so much stuff that went on with a lot of the Batman movies. I can see you're going down the rabbit hole and we got to play it back out. That's a rabbit hole. I will gladly walk down. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> Robert Pattinson, I think he is going to be a phenomenal actor. I think he's done a lot of good stuff, but people only know him from being the stupid vampire in Twilight. I mean, that's all I recognize him from. Yeah. I mean, I know he's done other things, he's, but I've never really watched anything else of his and thought like, oh, I want to see that. He's you know done I mean? Water for Your Elephants. He's done a bunch of Broadway plays. Like, he's got serious acting capabilities, so I think it's just a matter of time of getting him out of his, I don't know, teen heartthrob type I don't know, model, putting him in different shows like these and actually getting him into better prime positions for acting. I think he'll do well. Only time will tell. Yeah, he's definitely stayed busy. That's for sure. Me a song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's been consistently busy doing all kinds of stuff ever yeah. since the Twilight movies ended. So, but I mean, he won me over over with this uh, performance for sure. Like he didn't even look like the guy from the Twilight movies. No. You know what I mean? Like, like I didn't, couldn't tell if it was just the shadows from this filming or what exactly. But he looks like he has a very strong jawline, like completely different. Like, he, I, almost unrecognizable from yeah. what I remember him as tw- in Twilight. I only watched part of the first one. I made fun of it half the time with my wife when she was watching <laughs> it. So, I don't know. I just remember making the bestiality necrophilia joke to Ashley and her not thinking that was funny. <laughs> what? So she, she was the all girls excited either to go see have this. sex with the werewolf, the beast, oh, or the vampire, or the vampire the other, who's dead. So she was over talking to Lizzie. I think they yeah. were going to go see this movie and they were all excited about it. And I was like, dude, Zach, let's go see it. Or not you, not you, yes. Thomas. I was saying, dude, Tom, we should go see that new movie, the one with like all the bestiality and necrophilia in it. And she was like, what? Why would you watch something like that? And I was like, I've heard it's really good. A lot of people are going to see it. Well, what's it called? I haven't heard of it. Twilight. <laughs> she and she just happy. got that face oh. where she's not going to talk to me yeah. anymore. Like, that's not funny. 
I get that face a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking like a lot of times I can gauge like how good I think a movie is by when I, when I'll be willing to rewatch it again. Yeah. And I do think I'll rewatch this movie at some point. <laughs> Not for a long but time. But it won't though. be for a while, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that when I was watching this film. I was like, will I watch this again? Eh, maybe, maybe not. Nope. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> and I was wrong on the aspect ratio. It was actually filmed, oh, where'd it go? It was one one nineteen over 1. Which well, whatever. I didn't is, know at all. Which so. makes it a perfect square, basically. It's it's actually kind of neat. It's the, um, it's, uh, what is it? The It was used in the early sound years by filmmakers. Um, and then they chose the format because the spaces in the movie were meant to feel confined. It's more of a close-up movie than The Witch. Uh, and the idea of widescreen only came about in the 1950s. So since this takes place in 1890, mm. he wanted to use like what it would have been. Yeah. What it would have been filmed like back then. And so, but you know, four, three, one, 19, one, it's close to the same. Um, so that scene you were talking about where they said, Willem Dafoe didn't blink for two minutes. Apparently that whole sea curse speech was one take. Yeah. One take the whole time. Uh, I thought Robert Pattinson and William Dafoe did really good job in this. Like they were, enemies for a while and then they'd be best of friends like dancing together and stuff and like snuggling like feeling bad for one another and then all of a sudden they're fighting again like their back and forth was really good (laughs) until the end when someone gets an axe in the head (laughs) (laughs) that was pretty brutal for something i didn't say who it was that's true he didn't semi-spoiler someone gets an axe in the head could be the mermaid you don't know but uh, there's one part where Robert Pattinson does get injured, and you can just see like blood spurting out of his wound. Oh uh, yeah! Did you guys notice that? I did yes, notice that. It was continuously well. flowing out of his arm. <laughs> yeah, I waited for the next scene to see if it would stop, and it was still going. So, I, dude, I was not expecting that. Yeah, like I was. You know what? Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody's gonna listen to this who's not interested in how it actually went. So we're probably yeah. pretty safe. But yeah, he. Uh, so he's like basically burying Willem Dafoe alive, <laughs> alive outside. After he beats him up and makes him his dog, puts a leash on him with a rope and leads him to this open grave. Yeah, yeah where he goes to bury him. I'm, I'm and, sorry. Uh, I Watching that part, I could not not think of Step Brothers. What? That was like a double negative. Sorry. I That part on Step Brothers, st- I could I, I was. I had reminded to, you of Step Brothers. Me of, there we go. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> It's I late. could not, not, <laughs> I could, I, I not. <laughs> yes, there was Anyways. a knot in the rope around his neck. <laughs> I was thinking of Step Brothers, that part where he goes out and buries him or whatever and buries him alive. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot. I just, yeah, that's immediately, like, when he started doing that, I was like, this is, kind of reminds me of Step Brothers. I did like how you could tell William Defoe when he's saying his line while he's getting dirt thrown on him. He's like trying to do his line, but also not a mouthful uh-huh. of dirt as they're throwing dirt on him. He's and just then like, eventually <laughs> he just kind of stopped and just kept he's eating just, dirt. Yeah. Do they do like, so much of Willem Dafoe's work in this movie in single takes? Yeah. Too. He was like literally chewing dirt. You can see him just like trying to swallow it so he could say his line. Uh-huh. Like, man, 
I would not be happy with it. I would make sure I had it all done in one take with that. Um, yeah, this whole movie, it's all foghorns. Yeah. Oh, which that was driving cries. me insane. I'm sorry. So, so for the, me, it actually kind of kept horn. the tension up. Yeah, like, definitely. It reminds you that, like, mm-hmm. you know, they're alone all the time because you can just mm-hmm. hear it, like, blaring. But I really liked that. I liked all the shots with, like, the sweeping light from the lighthouse. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you guys noticed that, that when he first goes out for that smoke, you can see Willem Dafoe's, like... Yeah, his silhouette up Yeah, his there. silhouette. Um, Being all creepy with the light. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Throughout the whole movie, Willem Dafoe's, like, keeping the light of if yeah, the lighthouse hidden away. Yeah, yeah, he won't let anyone up there, locks the door um, behind him when he goes and up he there. He says that it's his. Yeah. His alone, yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost like a precious complex. <laughs> Willem Dafoe is Smeagol in this yeah. movie. <laughs> um, but uh, I also, one thing I didn't think would be such a recurring thing throughout the movie was I called it out early when they first get to the Lighthouse Island and they're like moving some stuff around and Willem Dafoe's character farts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then like periodically throughout the movie you just hear him farting <laughs> I like over and over again they and reference it in the movie yeah and Robert then Pattinson finally so Robert Pattinson's <laughs> like I'm sick and tired of all your farts he <laughs> just <laughs> goes off on him and then he's like you short stinking old man <laughs> <laughs> he's just like I can't take it anymore all your farts the farts <laughs> the whole scene where he's just breaking down yeah. as he's about to beat the crap out of him that whole scene was just crazy man also um before that when willem devoke's character confronts him yeah. and he like legitimately like goes mad for a second he's like mm-hmm. laughing to himself man people really should like if you're doubting robert pattinson at all <laughs> you should watch this movie because he puts on a clinic yeah in my opinion um. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, after he buries him, the thing we were trying to get to, <laughs> yeah. he goes back. He, he's going up to the lighthouse with the keys. Yeah, Robert Pattinson to is. finally, he finally go gets into the, keys. the lighthouse, mm-hmm. and then he stops to go back. He goes to get a cigarette. He thinks William yeah. Defoe's dead because he like stops talking and looks like he's dead, just laying in the ground. Yeah. And so he goes into the lighthouse and like getting a smoke at the bottom before he goes up the stairs because he's pulls out the tobacco and he's rolling it. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, William Defoe comes running in. He'll never take her from me. And he has this axe and she swings it in Robert. Yeah, Pattinson. he's like, she's mine. And yeah, gets yeah, right in the <laughs> shoulder with that axe. Yeah, I did not see that coming. I thought, no, not at all. I was actually thinking, for sure, they would like cut back to the gra- to the grave and mm-hmm. he wouldn't be there. Okay, but then like we wouldn't see him again until like at the top of the lighthouse. Yeah, and so it totally caught me by surprise that he was all of a sudden he was just <laughs> in the room swinging yeah. at Robert Pattinson with his axe. Dude, and then Robert Pattinson just gets it up. He uh, smacks William Defoe in the face with like a pail or something metal container. Yeah, it's like the teapot they've been yeah. using. Yeah, knocks him out and then just swings the axe down on him. He's like, Oh, yeah. Man. yeah. For something that happens out of view of the camera, it was pretty it brutal. It feels yeah. right. Yeah. There's a nice hollow thud. Yeah. And just <laughs> a wet sound yeah. and splash effect. Anyway. Um, I And then, so Robert Pattinson then goes up to the lighthouse and sees what's going on in the light. And it doesn't really show or explain what's going on. It's yeah, a weird I think, concept. And I think that's where the movie really lost me. I th- I did think the ending was maybe a little flat, but mm-hmm. 
part of me wants to like like I said, I just saw it, so yeah. I'm really fresh. I haven't had time to like think about it yet. So, you know, maybe the nuance in the ending hasn't just hit me yet. You know what I mean, or whatever yeah. it is. But I do agree that um, upon like initial viewing, it's kind of like he finally gets there and he's like staring into the light, like this thing. And I like how the door just opens. Like yeah, the, automatically. The like light is like spinning around, yeah. and then it just opens, like it's inviting him in or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and then. Um, I was half expecting like a tentacle arm. To yeah, just that's come what out I and, was like, expecting. Grab him or something, but he like reaches in there, and at first it's like he's laughing with joy, and then the audio is like all distorted mm-hmm. and, and like clipping and stuff. But he's just like screaming in pain essentially, and then he yeah. falls down the steps of this lighthouse all the way out, and then it cuts to him being outside eaten alive by seagulls. Yeah, yeah, on the beach is naked and his like eyes are eaten out already and seagulls are just eating his intestines. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. So, to kind of give you an idea of the ending, it says here, uh, according to the director, Robert Eggers, the two lead characters represent figures in Greek mythology. Wake represents Pro... Uh, what's his name? Protus or whatever. Protus. Pro- Huh? Protus. Protus. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> um, an old prophetic sea god who is called the old man of the sea. Winslow represents Prometheus, a titan and trickster figure who defies the gods by stealing fire. Yeah, and then he's, he's represented cursed to, by the light of the lighthouse. Yeah, and then he's cursed to always have his liver eaten out every day. Yeah, something like that. And yeah, so, by a giant huh. eagle. Yeah. Well, there you go. I, I would never have made that connection. <laughs> yeah, and then, well, that's right here. It says the final shot with the seagull swarming over his body uh, is the mythological tale of Prometheus. The Greek gods took away fire from humans as punishment for disobeying him. Then the Titan Prometheus stole the fire back to give the valuable gift to mankind. The gods were outraged by Prometheus' theft of fire, so they punished Prometheus by chaining him helplessly to a rock where each day an eagle was sent to eat Prometheus' liver, which would then grow back overnight to be eaten again the next day forever. Yeah. Ooh, that's rough. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, if that kind of gives you a, a wider, mm. you know, image of the ending of that movie. Yeah. But. Yeah, overall, I'm not going to recommend this to anyone unless they're specifically asking about this film or... I don't have doubts about Robert Pattinson. I would say look up highlights of his acting from this. But I'm not going to say watch this film because it was weird. Me (laughs) not really liking it that much. It's the same thing as The Witch. If you're interested, it's worth a watch. Hmm. It's worth a one-time watch. So maybe this movie doesn't get a button push then. Yeah, because it's not necessarily bogus because there's a lot of good about it. No, definitely not bad. But it's not... (laughs) I wouldn't say it's not great. I mean, it's great in aspects of it, but overall storyline and what goes on. Eh. I was going to say, if you want to see some good acting, it's a good movie for watching for good acting. As far as the storyline and some things that happen, it's a little out it's in out left field. It's out there a little bit. So there's parts of it that are out there in left field. There's parts where I was watching, I'm like, I okay. This just took a immediate like sharp turn. I don't know what's going on here, but all right. That's because you're asleep through part of it. Twenty minutes. <laughs> There's a part in the movie where Willem, he's Robert Pattinson's beating up Willem Dafoe's character, and uh, 
he like then imagines the mermaid and then he imagines yeah. Willem Dafoe as the sea god, I guess. Yeah. Uh, which makes way more sense now having that information. Also, he's like covered in crustaceans mm-hmm. and he has these tentacles. Yeah. And he's like trying to choke Robert Pattinson and you fell asleep for that exact moment and then woke <laughs> up afterwards. And we're like, dude, you're missing all the good stuff. And you're like, whatever. And I was like, Willem Dafoe was just a, a squid man. And yeah. you were like, whatever, that didn't happen. <laughs> this tentacle comes up and actually starts choking Robert Pattinson. And yeah. Like, literally probably one of the better parts of the movie you were asleep through. <laughs> so would that explain the octopus tentacle thing in the lighthouse earlier? No, that doesn't explain it. Uh, yeah. That was just something weird going on. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't know if that was a part where Robert Pattinson was going insane, if that was part of his mental I breakdown. It, I think it is, yeah. Because that's what I feel like, because otherwise it's just, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Well, wouldn't that be a part of his mental breakdown when he's envisioning Willem Dafoe? Uh, it absolutely is, yeah. So, but also... Well, yeah, the whole thing is, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, the whole thing is, is, yeah. is a part of his mental breakdown. But. And in uh, William Dafoe's curse on Robert Pattinson, he actually references um, Poseidon and his trident and everything. Uh-huh. So, like, he, there's mention to the sea god and all that stuff in there. It was wild. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's not imagining as much as we think, and he actually is the sea god. I doubt that. I'm just saying. Well, then Could Robert be. Pattinson killed the sea god. Now there's no god of the sea. And, all and then he was punished to be eaten alive by seagulls. Yeah, but now he's the sea god. Water's just going to do whatever Nobody. it wants Poseidon. now. Poseidon. No, because that would be the sea god, and he just killed him. Well, no, there were different no, gods in the story. Gods. Uh, That's how Poseidon no, they were took titans. over as the sea god. Whatever. I'm just. <laughs> I don't think you actually know. <laughs> I know Poseidon is a sea god. Yeah, I know. I know that. That's what I'm saying. Maybe he killed Poseidon. Then mm-hmm. who's this? No, because he's the god of all gods. He's not gonna. He's gonna delegate that to something else. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, I liked it overall. So there's that. I did not. And Thomas is firmly on the fence. Yeah. <laughs> I liked parts of See, it. The fence post that, in his mouth. That must be saying something. <laughs> For me, who did not like it, I would still say if you are interested and you've seen the previews, go ahead and give it a watch. All right. That being said, have your expectations really low. And then it won't be as bad. <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel like I had, like, I tempered my expectations. It definitely wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I thought it was going to be, like, these guys, I thought, because I we talked about how it was based on that true story. Mm-hmm. So what I thought was going to happen is, like, these guys get stranded there. Yeah. And, like, maybe that guy does die or something. And then, like, a legitimate giant squid comes <laughs> to, like, attack them. Because they show some of the squids in the trailer. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, the squid stuff. So... Yeah, when you, that's kind of what I thought it was gonna be. So it was not at all what I thought it was gonna be. When we got uh, food, <laughs> Zach went somewhere else for food because he doesn't like being part of our group. But uh, we were getting food. Eat and better it. food. <laughs> better how? I think you had the worst of the two options. Now, <laughs> anyway, you so. had a burger and we had Chinese food. It's where you got the Chinese food. <laughs> We're not going to discuss this on here. Continue <laughs> what you were saying. But Pickles was like, yeah, dude, it looks awesome. There's going to be this giant squid attacking the place. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I like, thought. Oh, man, I did not know that. So I was like a little bit excited. You were way off. Holy I'll crap, show you the trailer off. afterwards. Yeah. <laughs>
very wrong. Yeah, I was. I was wrong. disappointed, but I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I was disappointed <laughs> there wasn't a giant squid because I'm all for giant yeah. squid. But. Thought the kraken was coming out. Yeah, and ripped like the a, lighthouse like down. I'm dumb and dumber. Samsonite. Man, I was way <laughs> off. Swimmy, Swami, Swanson, Samsonite. Oh, I was way off. <laughs> it's funny because he says what the name is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I guess that just about does it for us this week, right? Yeah. Um, if you like the show, give us a rate review on Apple Podcasts. You can find us Spotify, Apple, Google, everywhere you listen to your fine podcasts. And send us a message on either Instagram or at excellentmovieadventures at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yep. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Twitter. Yes, and Twitter. I forgot about that. And Facebook. You can tweet us. Tweet, you could tweet. be potentially our first follower that's not one of us. That'd be cool. No, we actually have another couple. What? Yeah. Oh, dang. I'll like signed in in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Not and many. We have, we have like, I want to say like 40 or 50 on Facebook. Oh, okay. Dang. We so. got like 80 or so on Instagram. We're growing. Mm. We need those Our Twitter's falling though. behind. We need some people on Twits. Yeah. I will say this, though. Facebook is all of my friends that I sent out an invite <laughs> to and said, here, like our page. And they're like, okay. <laughs> well, I can tell you they're not listening to it yet. We need those listeners. Bump those numbers up. Yeah. yeah, if you like it, recommend it to somebody else who likes podcasts. Yeah. Need something to listen to on their drive to work. That's when I listen to them for the most part. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're pretty funny. Yeah. I think <laughs> we're hilarious. Well, we're hilarious. And then Zach is here, bringing down the party. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Somehow I knew that was coming. You know, I need people to defend me on this show. Yeah. I feel like it, it's two I'll against tell you one. What, I'll tell you what. I know there's a movie out there that Thomas and I don't agree on, and you and I might. And when that day comes, you and I will be on the same Oh, team. I was like, what movie is this that I don't know about? Spoiler alert. What is this? Let's end it on this. Oh, it's Pineapple of, Express. It's Pineapple Express. See, I thought you were saying in general there might be a one. Oh no, other there's one. one that I know of, which okay. is Pineapple Express. Yeah, we will review that. It's movie neither someday. here nor there. For it me. will eventually be a pick that I will make. It'll be a I pick, love pick. that movie. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Ciao. We started rambling there at the end. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>